Is your soul ready for the truth? Welcome to Chatcast, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Raw, unfiltered, and authentic. No spiritual or relationship issue is off limits. We discuss everything from sex and consent to equality, grief, death, and the spirit world. Life evolves around relationships. So if you're ready to get right with yourself so you can be right with others, then stay right here because Chatcast is for you. Now, here's your host, spiritual empath, shaman, and multiple award-winning best-selling author, Tracy Dunblazer. Hi, my name is Tracy Dunblazer, and you are now watching Chatcast. This is the podcast that likes to address all of the hard topics, the things that people feel the most discomfort in speaking about. My name is Tracy Dunblazer, and I am a spiritual empath and grief counselor. And today I wanted to talk to you about addressing catastrophe. <laughs> We just had Hurricane Ian, so there are a lot of Floridians right now who are really uh, going through some very deep and intense trauma, some very deep loss. And there, you know, every day there's a mass shooting. Every day there is something that, if it's not happening, we're afraid it's going to happen. That's that's kind of what the the upheaval in this profound time on the planet is rendering all of us to a to a new way of perceiving life in general and truly a new way of being accountable for ourselves and being present in every moment and one of the things that i find especially in uh really deep cultural or uh geographical traumas, I'll call what's happening in Florida right now, it's a geographical trauma, it's happening to that group of people on, on, in that part of the planet. Um, everyone experiences grief in their own way. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about if you're one of those people, or you are one of those people who is supporting one of those people. Because uh, grief is a unique thing. There are th you know, three basic things that everybody knows about grief. We all grieve in our own way. Uh, grief is emotional, and our culture supports us diminishing that emotion, controlling it, diminishing it, and uh, with the implication that if we're unable to do that, that we're weak or ineffective or inappropriate, right? That's that's one thing that our culture teaches us, whether it teaches it to you directly through friends, family, and your environment, or whether or not it's just uh, as a part of being being especially here in our country, but really all over the world, every different individual uh, culture has their own relationship to grief. So uh, the third thing that we all know about grief is that at some point, we're going to have to address it. <laughs> the funniest thing that's happening right now is we're chatting and there, I believe, is a mouse in my wall. So, so that's happening. <laughs> Anyway, back to grief. So every person 
addresses grief differently. And when you're in a physical world trauma, something has happened. You've you've had overnight this incredible sense of loss. You've lost your home. You've lost your community. You've lost your uh, loved ones. Uh, You're in a situation. It is natural for the body to shut down until the psyche, the heart, the body feels comfortable and in a safe place to release that emotion. That's one, that's one way that people grieve is that, is that we naturally shut down until we feel comfortable and safe and that comfort and safety, especially when we are, uh, re- people are reemerging and healing from, from a, a complete and total loss like Hurricane Ian is that that relaxation, that comfort, that space, if you will, to be able to allow yourself to be emotional to release those emotions, to have those expressions, that uh, that could happen months, even years later, days, weeks, months later. Other people really are allow the expression of their devastation in the moment. And if you are one of those people, good, good for you. One of, one of the things that people believe about grief, this was the third thing before the mouse arrived, one of, uh, is, is that people believe that if they allow the expression of grief to move forward, that they are going to never stop crying. They're never going to stop feeling that way. They're going to give in to the flow of that anger or that rage or that devastation or that sorrow, and they won't be able to recover. They won't ever not feel that way again. And that's not true. Think of, think of uh, grief as a bowl of cereal. You pour yourself a bowl and you eat it up and then that portion is gone. You're, it's gonna, it's now in another form. It's never going to re-present itself in that way. Other grief will come other connections, other triggers uh, will come to allow the full spectrum of your emotion to move through you. The most important thing, and this is this is the point of this, this podcast today, and absolutely, if you have questions or commentary, you know I always want to hear from you in the comment section. Uh, but one of the important things is when you are working with somebody who's in grief, don't ever tell them to stop. <laughs> Don't tell them to buck up. Don't tell them it's not okay to do what they're doing. It is, it is also a very natural thing for other people who aren't grieving, whom the trauma has not happened to, to be uncomfortable and not know how to address the situation. Look, you don't have to do anything. You can just sit there. You can say, hey, can I get you a box of Kleenex and I'm going to step out and give you a few moments to yourself. You know, you can say, Hey, I'm really uncomfortable with you crying, but I'm going to sit here uh, and just be with you while you do it. Go ahead. Right. It's okay. Everybody's it's okay for everyone to have the feelings that they have in the moment, but it's when one or another one or both people start trying to control the situation or control one another that become, it becomes a problem because it's, it's not helpful. Uh, when you start the grief process, when you allow that first expression of grief to just roll through you, it'll roll through you. And when, when it does, it actually clears the brain 
it clears the heart and the heart will actually give off certain endorphins or chemicals that create a sense of peace and calm and also intuition. It actually clears the channels for you to become clear on what to do next. Anytime in a tragedy, there is a mourning process. And when people have lost their physical world, uh, lifestyle, life expression, uh, their homes, they don't really have time to have that mourning process. They have to address immediately what needs to happen right now. And sometimes when you've got a big wave of, of grief or anger or emotion, what to do next becomes convoluted. It becomes confused. It becomes unfocused. It becomes hard to become present to. And so when you allow that emotion to move through you, just give yourself permission to just let it come through. If you're in a space, if you're with other people, you know, excuse yourself if, if that makes you feel more comfortable. When you allow that grief, that motion to, to move through you, you scream and cry and you let it out. What's going to happen next is that your mind and your heart is going to become clear. And then spirit can then share with you what the next important thing for you to do is. Right? You don't have to worry about how you're going to do everything. All you have to do is to listen to your heart to go, what next? What's the next thing? The only thing that's important for anyone at any time is what you do next. And you allow what you're doing to inform what you do next. If you're grieving, you're doing something good for yourself. So allow that to clear the space for what you do next. If you are making a choice, trying to control yourself or others, that's not helpful to you. Allow it to inform you of what to do next. Don't do that. Right? So when someone is grieving a catastrophe, the moment-to-moment, day-to-day, hour-to-hour experience is, is deeply valuable. And as a person who is trying to be helpful or being witness to it, it's important that you understand that that's, that's in, it's exactly how it should be and that you are helpful when you support someone in that. You know, when you just sit and let them grieve, when you give them the space that they need, when you uh, are honest with them. People don't feel comfortable being honest when they feel like they've got to lie to you about how they feel. And then that just creates it creates confusion, it creates instability, it creates lack of trust, right? It, it creates all of these element, elements that when you're grieving a catastrophe or you're trying to help somebody through that process, nobody has time to do all that. <laughs> if you have to think about what you have to say next in order not to trigger the person you're talking to, you can't be honest with them that's a lot. That's a lot to do when you're still working about getting the lights on or, or cleaning things up from the water or throwing out, like, what are you going to do with all your, all that stuff? How are you, how are you going to sleep tonight? Where are you going to sleep? You can't really think of all of that when you're, when you're having to worry about somebody else's feelings. So those are the things that I just really wanted to talk to you about grief and how to help somebody walk through grieving a catastrophe, give them permission encourage them to give themselves permission to feel whatever it is that they feel.
If you allow the feeling, the feeling moves through you and then it literally goes away and, and a whole new set of feelings come that are calmer, more comforting, more clear, more communicative, right? Once the confusion leaves, you can become clear and you can begin to communicate to yourself, to others, what's next on the agenda, what you can do next in this moment, right? You can make that assessment when you're clear. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is to, to recognize that, like I said, days, weeks, months down the line, for those who didn't grieve, there are a lot of people in catastrophic situations. Like I'm, I'm, a, I'm really good in catastrophic situations and in, in high crisis situations. I hop to, I'm focused, I'm clear, I can handle things. And then the minute that it's over, I lose it. <laughs> so the minute, the minute it's over, the minute I feel safe, the, the minute there, there's a sense of, of safety or, or comfort, I'm like, <laughs> and I just, I just bawl, right? I've, I've got to let that uh, fight or flight energy, right? When, when, when we're in crisis, we are in fight or flight. We are incredibly focused and present. When that time goes, all of that cortisol, that adrenaline turns to cortisol and we have to release the emotion. Um, and there's definitely a high and low to that. Some people feel extreme depression if they can't feel the grief. So all of those, it's a natural cycle of what we're, what our body is, is geared to do. It's meant to keep us alive, but it's our body and we can manage it how we like, right? So know that you have more control than you think, that it's complete. It's a fundamental need to express emotion so that you can become clear. That's, that's how the body works. That's how the process works. So letting yourself do that, encouraging someone that you're uh, helping through a difficult situation, encouraging them to do that, reminding them that that's how it's meant to be, that it's helpful to the bottle, it's body and it's healthful for the body. So uh, the last thing that I want to say is know that whatever it is that you're going through, some things are permanent, but the situation is not. You know, you may have lost your home, but there will eventually be a new home to live in. You know, you may have lost your clothing, but there's somewhere there's clothing for you. Whatever you're, if you will embrace, grieve that they've gone, grieve the situation, feel the futility, feel the devastation that you feel, and then let yourself remember that this too shall pass. Every day the sun's going to come up no matter what you do. Every day that's going to happen. And every day that you can look up to the sun means you're, there, there's an opportunity for you to overcome, to transform, to uh, remedy what you're experiencing, to have some of those things that you've lost replaced. There is that possibility, even if you're alone. We are never really alone. We always have a spiritual uh, set of guides that are with us at all times, whether you're aware of it or not. Like that's Paloma. Paloma is one of mine. <laughs> no matter, see, there she is. 
she came in at the perfect time saying, yes, that's true. So remind yourself that whether or not you know it, whether or not you see them, whether or not you feel it, there's help for you. There's support. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Oh, good girl. <laughs> yes, I know. Goodness. Yes. She is so excited to talk to everybody. I know. I know. See? See? <laughs> okay. Anyway, she's a, she's a show stealer for sure. Um, so those are the things that I wanted to say to you about grief. Um, remind yourself and others that this too shall pass. Life always continues. There's more to the story than what's happening right now. Get through this. It's all about what you do next. And the compulsions that you have to feel your emotion is what is going to get you through to that next moment and to that next inspiration to give you the information that you need to continue to move forward. So if anybody's got any questions, it doesn't seem like anybody does. So I uh, thank you so much for tuning in to Chatcast. Again, this is a, I'm Tracy Dunblazer. I'm a spiritual empath. Uh, I do want to say that I do have a new book coming out. And this is one of the uh, topics that's covered. It's called Transformative Grief, an Ancient Ritual of Healing for Modern Times. And it will tell you everything that you need to know about grief. It will tell you uh, what you need, what it is, how it works, how it is pervasive in every aspect of every transition that we go through. And if we can surrender to the process of grief in the little ways that it occurs to us, then we never really have to uh, be taken down by the way that the gr grief builds when we deny it. So uh, again, thanks again. And I am very excited to be back. I'm going to be doing every Friday at noon o'clock, noon o'clock Pacific. Um, so tune in. You can also check me, check out my YouTube at, at GoTracy. And you can also go to TracyDunblazer.com uh, to see more about me and what I do. And uh, thanks for taking the time to watch today. I really appreciate you. You've been listening to Chatcast with Tracy Dunblazer, the award-winning spiritual podcast that takes on all the hard topics. Join us next time for more in-depth conversations about life and relationships. Thanks for listening.